uh, 1 Corinthians 14, and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to start there, so I'm going to need your help and your memory to help me, all right? As you're getting there, let me pray briefly. We've already prayed a lot, but I'm going to pray real quick. <clears throat> Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that it is living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Lord, I ask that you would use that sword on us today. Uh, knock off anything that doesn't look like you. Um, and in turn, Lord, if we need a, uh, some encouragement, some prodding, you can uh, prod us along if you need to. If you need us to back up, Lord, you can do that. So, Lord, I pray that you'll um, just shape us and, and uh, get us going in the right direction um, this morning. Whatever that looks like to us individually. Thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> I, w- I was serious. You guys pretty well preached my message, and I think it's great. It's just confirming that the Holy Spirit's active. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, from the very beginning, uh, you know, Genesis 1 1 says that, you know, God uh, created the heavens and the earth, that the earth was what? Formless and void, right? Um, and then God spoke, and he, he what he started doing is um, taking something that was in chaos, right, and bringing order to it. So God is a God of order. Okay? Right? From the very beginning, God is a God of order. And he's t- always, what he's doing always, he's taking chaos and bringing order, in, uh, bringing order from that chaos or bringing order to that chaos, right? That's what he's always been doing. And we're, we're, we're going there, um, going somewhere with that. But I want you to that to sink in so that we can get, get where we're going. God is a God of order. And he he's always has been, and that's our job is to bring order. You know, from, uh, in, there was a command in uh, Genesis 1, around 26 and 27, right, that uh, he, God gave the command to Adam and Eve, said, um, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over it, reign over it. So it seemed like at least there was parts of the earth that he's giving this, this command even to, to mankind to take what's not in order, and be my representatives, and bring order to it, right? Subdue it, right? Now, in the garden, there was order, because God had it in the garden, but it seemed like the, what Adam and Eve needed to do was to take that life of the garden and spread it out into the whole world. Now, we, we know what happened, right? Is, is man, man has a mess, um, but uh, there was one thing that, there's a couple of things that order is, is not, what I'm not meaning, and I, I'm just going to define some terms. You can use different terms, and that's fine, but just so that we're on the same page. Um, order does, does not equal religion, okay? Order does not equal religion. And let me tell you what, what I mean by religion. Um, still kind of from the same story, you know, um, God gave Adam and Eve a prohibition 
right? And, and what was what was the prohibition? Did somebody, you know, right there in Genesis chapter 2, towards the end of the chapter. Okay. Right? Do not eat the... So you, you can eat from any tree of the garden, but don't eat from the tree in the center of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, because on the day that you eat of it, you'll surely die. Right? Now, the... The serpent comes to Eve and says, what? Okay, right. But he, he first he first asks the question, did God say that you can eat from any of the tree in the garden? Oh, yes, we can eat from any tree of the garden, except for this one. We're not to what? We're not to eat of it or touch it. All right? She put... On there, and I'm, I'm assuming it's Adam too, but it's just talking about Eve. They put an extra layer. That's not what God said. God said, don't eat from it. They said, don't eat or touch. And now you notice with, with Jesus, when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, he quoted the scripture back to the devil, right? And the devil stopped that temptation. Now he, he kept on. He he got something else, right? I'll t- I'll try him. I'll try him this way. And Jesus said, "Nope, stop. Try another way. Nope, stop." With Eve, she misquoted God. And misquoting God, the devil kept on going, because the temptation really is always it's always over the word. Did God say? Did God say? And if you're going to misquote God, it gives an opportunity for, okay, uh, where was it? Make sure I'm getting this right. Um, so if you're, going to, if, you're going, if you're going to add religion to it, okay, if you're going to add more to what God said, then it gives an opportunity for more. Tempta- oops, temptation. Okay. More than sin. And then what? More chaos. Isn't that what happened? The devil continued the temptation. Adam and Eve fell. And more chaos in the world. All right? So order does not mean, I'm not meaning religion. In other words, we you know God God gives us some order and structure. In I mean you don't you don't go beyond what God is saying. And say, um, say if if God says hey you, you need to operate in the, these bounds, you don't want to go on the other side of it. All right. It also um, does not mean. Where can I put this? I'm gonna put it up here. Okay, does not equal stoicism. All right? Doesn't mean being stoic. And this is what I mean by this, okay? Um, if God re- God tells Adam and Eve, uh, don't eat from this tree in the garden. Okay? This is one you don't eat from. And somebody says, well, you know what? If I'm not to eat from the tree in the garden, I'm not going to eat anything. Then what happens? You die. Okay? 
it, it's really, it's, li- it's like this. I probably, mentioned, I probably said this in here before. I'll, I'll say it again. Um, you know, if you have all word and no spirit, you shrivel up. If you have all spirit and no, uh, all spirit and no word, you blow up. But if you marry the spirit and the word, you grow up. All right, and I, I've seen that before uh, in different different locations that I've been in. You, if you have uh, all word and no spirit, you shrivel up. All spirit and no word, you blow up. Yeah, but if you put the two together, if you have the word and the spirit, you grow up. And that's what that's what we need more than anything because we d- we don't want to put we don't want to put bounds. You know, we don't we don't want to add to what. Um, God has said, right? Nor do we want to take it to the nth degree and say, you know what? If God said, I'm, I'm just going to not do any of it, right? If, if there and there are, there are people who have done that with the gifts of the Spirit and said, well, if there if there's like some boundaries and stuff on it, I don't. No, we're not going to have any of the gifts. Now, don't do that. That's bad. <laughs> okay, that's the stoicism I was telling you about. All right. So, but what we need to do is make sure that as we are doing things, they are in order. Because God is a God of order, right? And if the things that we are doing in the Holy Spirit, let's get that. Remember, these are the gifts of the Spirit. These are the manifestations of the Spirit, right? If He is manifesting Himself, what do you think it's going to create? Order, right? Because he's a God of order. He's always been doing that. So, now, I will say this. Um, when we, and I've said it before, but let me, let me try to keep on massaging this a little bit. Um, when we are operating in the gifts of the Spirit, the manifestations of the Spirit, it is at least some part of us in there. Let me give you an example. Who, who here has ever given a word to somebody else? Some sort of prophetic word what what language did you use why why didn't you use algonquin <laughs> why because because that's we we operate with the 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 words that god has given to us what, what did did you do it in a scottish brogue that's english Right? Cockney? Right? Probably not. Why? Because you, you did it in the own ac- the accent that you have. You did it in a language that you have. And because, because in every part of the, the gifts and the manifestations of the Spirit, there's part of it that's us. Now, hopefully it's 99% Spirit and 1% us. But the more part of us that you get in there, the more opportunity we have for mess. All right? So the, the op- what we have to do is continually keep ourselves in check, rel- making sure that that part of, it, part of it that is us, we're submitting to the Lord, submitting to the Holy Spirit, so that he's using us, right, whether it's our, our actual language or our mind, our intellect, our hands, our feet, you know, whatever it is that he's using of us, that he's u- he's one that's using, and we're just being obedient. All right, but like I said, it, there's that opportunity that we have to keep in check, and we have to 
we have to learn to um, to use those gifts in a way that that he is saying. So that's that's why we have First Corinthians fourteen is because um, the the Corinthians were needing a little bit of a pullback. Now, let me uh, let me explain one other thing. You know, if um, the letters, especially pretty much all the letters that you have in the New Testament is one side of a conversation. Okay? It's one side. They, they, they're getting, like, Paul is, um, he corresponded with the Corinthians by letter a number of times. He also was, he had been to, to Corinth and experienced some things. He sent people there. Right? He, he, was, he was in contact with Apollos. Apollos had been to Corinth. And Timothy, Corinth, right? So he, he's sending people there. They're always, they're always having this conversation either by letter or by people and by introduction. So what we have is one side. It's kind of like if somebody's on the phone, right? And I say, hello? They did, what happened? Where was it? Oh, wh- where, where did they take him now? Oh, how bad was the accident? All right, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. In, I'll, I'm leaving now. I'll be there in 10 minutes. So what happened? You're, there's an emergency. Somebody had an accident. They've taken him somewhere. Now, you'd all be wrong because nobody's on the phone. <laughs> right? But, but that's similar to what we have in the letters, okay? There's a running conversation that we're guessing at what the other side of the conversation is. And sometimes we can, sometimes it's supplied for us, and sometimes it's not. But we always have to realize that we're doing a little bit of guesswork, okay? And that gets a little bit, you know, on uh, shaky ground. But it doesn't mean that a lot of it's not applicable for us, okay? So, because we have some of the similar situations that they've had. And so we can, we can guess at it and still apply even if our guesswork may not be on, the, the guesswork is not, um, is not inerrant Bible truth, okay? But we can still look and say, okay, this, is, this is, looks like what's going on, all right? So as we get into 1 Corinthians 14, uh, what Paul is, is doing is talking about uh, the utterance gifts. Now, um, t- Tim, can I put you on the spot real quick? It's not a bad spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot. As, as a teacher, okay, do you have rules for using your mouth, and cl- not you, your students? You have rules for your students on how they can use, how and when they can use their mouth in class. Okay, could, could you, what, what are some of those rules? Okay. 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 And what about like their classmates? Well, I mean, it did not to be. Okay. All right. Um, so you know, uh, in in why. Why is that? Why do you have those those rules in class? Uh, 
Okay. There you go. So when, when we're looking at this chapter especially, all right, these, the things that, that God is giving in here is a lot to do with your mouth. It, it's, it's tongues, interpretation of tongues, and, and prophecy. And it's, it's, ba- it's kind of like class, all right? When, when you all are together, this is how I want you to operate because I want everything, to, I want pe- to have a conducive environment for people to learn and for, for them to be edified and to grow together. But like when, when, when Tim's teaching, if all the students are going, they're not going to learn because they're all listening to their classmates, right? Or if, if, if they all have questions and they all start shouting the questions out at Tim, he's going to go, which one do I answer? I can't even understand you. I've got 15 questions all at the same time. Just quit one at a time, right? Because the whole idea is for everyone to be edified for it to be an orderly, an orderly group so everybody can be strengthened and taught and grow up together. And that's the whole point of this entire chapter. It's not, uh, for, for it's not you know what, I want you to, to stop X, Y, or Z. It's let's put some order and structure so that we can all grow. And so that it's, it's a way that it can, can happen and so that everybody can be edified, everybody can grow. Fair enough? Oh boy, how, how far can I get here? Um, let me. Yeah, let me just let me just take this this first part, and then we'll we'll kind of postpone until next week. Um, let's uh, look look at First Corinthians fourteen, and um, I'm just going to start reading here, and and. Uh, We'll take the first three or four verses. Pursue love, as, as David pointed out to us a little while ago. These all are connected together, so he's connecting it to the previous chapter, right? Pursue love, yet desire earnestly the spiritual gifts, spirituals, but especially that you may prophesy. For one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands, but in his spirit he speaks mysteries. But one who prophesies speaks to men for edification, and exhortation, and consolation. One who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but one who prophesies edifies the church. Now I wish that you all spoke in tongues, but even more that you would prophesy. And greater is one who prophesies than one who speaks in tongues, unless he interprets, so that the church may receive edifying. So let me, let me first of all um, point out in verse 3, uh, one who prophesies speaks to men for edification, exhortation, and consolation. You can't say those two words together. Um, uh, For edification, exhortation, exhortation, and consolation. For building up, for encouraging, and for bringing comfort. Building up, okay, um, for encouraging, and for bringing comfort. And that's what really, I'm going to tell you, um, the prophetic, and I'm going to include the uh, uh, tongues, interpretation of tongues. Um, it, those thi- if it's not those things, then it, it needs to be nixed pretty pretty much 100% of the time. Okay? Now, there are, I will say there are certain situations 
that a, a pastor or you know somebody in authority is going to bring some correction and direction. All right, there'll be sometimes that like a prophet would be able to give some correction and and but but really as far as the the vast the the body of Christ operating together, it's got to be for that edification and building up and for comfort, for encouraging comfort and and building up of the body, because it is it is not the whole goal. Of or the order and the structure is is to not tear down, but to build up, and I'll talk a little bit more about this this later. But uh, this is um, one of the finer points in in the prophetic is is learning to um, to make sure that your words are edifying and building up, and for um, uh, encouraging or comforting the body, because uh, sometimes the Lord will just drop a bunch of stuff on you and you need to make sure and give the words in, in such a way that it's it's always going to build people up um if 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 somebody gets up you know a, if somebody were to get up here and say something along the lines of um uh, uh you know it's uh, uh it's amazing that god loves you guys because uh you're you're as ugly on the inside as you are on the outside Right, you, you'd go. <laughs> everybody laughed because I, I tried to make it as absurd as I could, but you know, but there are people that will give quote unquote words along those lines, and and it is that is not a godly word, because it does not bring edification or comfort, uh, or con- you know, or encouragement. That's tearing down, and that God is not about tearing down. He wants the body of Christ built up. And one of the things that says builds up the body of Christ is speaking in tongues. And it, this is really interesting to me. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get this verse and then we'll, we'll stop here. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Verse 4. So one who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but one who prophesies edifies the church. And I'll tell you, you, you look at commentaries and... Um, Almost all of them will say um, speaking in tongues then is not right because you're building up yourself. But you build up the church and it's okay. It's the same word in the same sentence. <laughs> and they're saying it's, it's two different ways. You know, we've talked, we've talked before about, um, you know, the church as, as building blocks, right? What would happen if you had a bunch of building blocks that were not built correctly. You know, they had a weak spot going through the middle of them, right? And you're using this, let's say you use these cinder blocks, right? And all these cinder blocks, let's say they had a big old crack right through the middle. And you, you built a big old building with these cinder blocks and, and a quarter of them had a crack going through the middle. And it had a major a flaw and weak weakness. It's going to make your building crumble at some point. Now, don't you think it's as, it's as much that we need to be edified, be built up? Because the word is, the edification is it's oikodomia. It's, it's, um, it's a building up, okay? It's building together. So it, don't you think it's as, as important to build that one brick, to build the one block as it, as it is to build the entire structure? So, yes, 
praying in the Spirit. We'll talk more about what that is and what it means and and uh, all that uh, next week. But it builds us up as individuals so that we can be the best block that we can be. Not blockhead. We can be the best block that we can be. Okay? So that, and then the prophetic builds up. It, it, it builds the whole church up together. Okay? So with all of it is to build up. That it's the same word for the edification. For edification, um, encouragement, and consolation. It's the same word. So, uh, but we'll, we'll talk more about that. Did somebody move it more than an hour? <laughs> we'll talk more about that next week. Um, but let me, let me do, I'll let me finish up by, by saying this. Because um, I didn't get a quarter of the way into where I wanted to. But God is a God of order and structure. And um, it's as easy to get off on one side of the ditch as it is the other. And I've, I've seen it both ways. I've, I've seen people get so caught up in, in, the, um, in the gifts of the Spirit and the supernatural that the, um, the ministry of the Word is neglected, that, um, also that order is, starts to be neglected a little bit, and, and they don't have nearly the impact that they should have. Now, it, I'm not going to, I don't want to be too critical of it because people, people do get, they get blessed, they get encouraged a lot of times, but they're not having the impact that they really, I believe, should and could because they, they, they're off in one side of the ditch. Up here in um, New England, I believe we're, we tend to be more on the other side of the ditch, okay? Where, um, where we, we kind of tend to neglect the spiritual gifts rather than going crazy with them, all right? We, we tend to say, okay, let's have, let's have all this order and structure, and you kind of tend to structure the gifts out, all right? And you can't have either one. And the ones who are really structured, good things happen, right? There, there are churches that are, that are built and people get saved and missions to do this, okay? But both of them are on the opposite sides of the ditches. And when I, here in New England, I'm going to be pulling one direction, okay? If I were in another part of the country, I'd be probably pulling the other direction, all right? To get, to get us more into the middle, to, to keep it between the ditches, all right? So that we're not on, we're not, um, suffering from neglect of the spirit because we have too much structure, nor are we suffering from neglect of the structure and we're all just kind of floating around going crazy because we don't have any, right? And it takes it takes both. It takes both so that we'll grow up and we'll be the the building of God that He wants us to be, because God is a God of order and He wants us to bring the order. Okay, order does not mean religion, nor does it mean stoicism. But it means doing things properly so that we can all grow up, and that we can take that life into the world, that um, that that the world will be impacted because of it. Amen. But you know, it was exciting to see. You know, I, I love to see. You know, we, we're ministering to each other, and uh, seeing all little. Um, I, I was just to, 
to give you kind of a little bit of a look in, inside, you know, I'm, when we're worshiping, I'm, 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 I'm worshiping, but I'm also listening. I'm listening all the time. And I'm going, okay, Lord, what are you, what are you doing? What, where are you going? What are you, what are you saying? Wh- how, where do you want to take the service? Because I'm like, okay, Lord, I, in fact, I, I was just kind of praying and listening, and, and I felt him say, okay, I'm going to shake things up a little bit. I said, okay, all right, whatever you want to do. You know, change my message. That's great. <laughs> whatever you want to do, Lord. So, you know, I'm, I'm listening, and, I'm say, and I, I start feeling, okay, um, people have words. Okay, we'll, we'll get an opportunity. So, all right, Lord, wh- where are they? And at, at the same time, I was feeling, okay, people need prayer. Oh, okay, how does this work? I don't know how this is going to work, Lord. It's, but th- it, he just let it through so that it was, okay, wh- the words, okay, let's, uh, wh- and then Shannon opened the door perfectly. I, I need prayer. Like uh, There are other people who need prayer, too. Let's pray for them. All right? It's it's Holy Spirit's game. And, uh, we, you know, he's going to bring order to it, and he did. You know, he, he, he or I didn't know how it was going to work out, but he orchestrated it perfectly. And um, if we if we will be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, he'll he'll oftentimes bring the order that we can't quite see in our own head. Amen. So we will um, we'll continue more <laughs> next week. Lord, thank you so much for each person here. Lord, I add my blessing. I know that people in uh, in here but in and online as well lord that listening that i know people were prayed for already um, lord i'm just gonna add my amen to it i i i know you've taken care of so many things already lord but i'm going to just thank you for it thank you that those uh, prayers have been heard and been answered lord um, and amen i'm going to say so let it be done lord we thank you thank you for um the testimonies thank you for the healing lord thank you for the provision lord thank you that you are a a god that is the same yesterday today and forever and so lord i ask for your blessing to be upon each person here over their families lord um there's there's some even right now that are saying i needed that family member to either come to know you or to get things straight in their life and come back lord I, i call those i call them back right now in the name of the lord that they would hear uh, they would hear that word, and it, uh, they would hear their name being called, and they would immediately turn and come back. And Lord, I, I just I um, ask that your provision for everything that we need in life, that you would make that available to each and every person and to their family, and that we would be the the shining light for you as we go through this life and as we walk through our daily lives. That everyone would look to us and know there's something different. So, Lord, give you praise and honor and glory, and thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.